0: Congratulations! You found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerds Jessica Butcher and Josh Lupton. Together, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls! so seriously this this resolution crap is getting on my last nerve what evs Martha sick of it I don't like making resolutions you know why
1: because you never stick you're never with gonna them. Fi- dude okay my first blog post was about how I never stick to New year's resolutions so I or that I know that I'm never gonna stick to them so I've never made one until this year so your first this one should be one? you stick with it. That I've actually, like, legit made resolutions. So,
0: I, <laughs> I'm confused. So, you've never made a resolution.
1: Because, like... Because you... If you think about it, like, I know I'm not going to reach all of them. They're just goals. Essentially, a resolution is a goal. Yeah, but then you feel like a total freaking loser exactly. when you don't do any of them. Exactly, so that's why I've never made them. So, this year... I'm Effing making them, and <laughs> just say fucking Nicole. I'm gonna fucking reach him. Yeah.
2: Why do I feel so vindicated when she says that? <laughs> oh,
1: Don't me. worry, everybody at work calls, or that we drink with, calls me the cutest cusser ever. You are a cute cusser. I am cusser. not a cute you cusser. You are that is you're just adorable. Rude.
0: She's adorable as me. You're not have to meet Shelby. Rude. <laughs> My we Shelby, want to welcome friends.
3: our guest all the way from Dallas, Texas, Brittany. <laughs> Hey, how's it going? Is that Free Texan? Free Texan? <laughs> Shit, yeah.
2: I forgot to say y'all. Y'all. Okay, let me
3: throw in y'all.
0: <laughs> what, what's the Texas thing? What do they say? I'm trying to remember. Um, they say... We say a lot of things. They say... What is it? to? What is that? Yonk <laughs> to? No. no Yonk we do. say that. If like, I say that, no, i no, get no, kicked got out of I got it.
3: I got it. I appreciate you. Oh, yes, definitely. Appreciate you. Yeah, because I said that to her earlier when she (laughs) held the door for me. Yeah. I said appreciate When you check out at a store, they
0: don't say thank you or have a nice day. It's It's appreciate appreciate you.
3: appreciate And it's not even appreciate. It's appreciate 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 you. you. Yeah. And
0: the first time somebody said that to me, I just like blink, blink, blink. I'm like, excuse me?
3: Yeah, we can be lazy talkers, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: No, I
0: think it's wonderful. I appreciate you too, honey.
2: Saving your energy for something better. Yep, that's there you go. You're doing. Yep.
0: <sighs> so, it's a new year. It's 2018. We're done with uh, all of that negative bullshit.
4: Yeah. Except I had a car drive through my work today or yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should post a picture of that on Facebook just so everybody can see how yeah, hilarious though. that looks. I feel like I'll get in trouble if I post pictures from oh, it. Oh yeah, 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 um,
0: yeah. I guess that is kind of an issue since you work at a medical office. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're Dang not it. even allowed to take pictures.
4: I mean, they posted them on like our closed coworkers page, but. I don't think we're supposed to. Put. Though some girls did put them on like Snapchat, and I was like, "Why are you snapping this?" There was literally a drunk woman stumbling around outside the clinic because oh, she oh drove through god. the fucking window. Oh my, <laughs> god. <laughs> oh my god! Oh
0: yeah, you know, what happened to work today? Oh, a drunk woman drove through my office. Yeah, we got a drive-through. <laughs> I'm just amazed nobody got hurt. The pictures too? are
1: pretty ridiculous for everybody. Yeah. Who...
4: Yeah. I
1: mean crazy. wow.
4: Yeah. Luckily my boss was not in his office cuz I don't think he would have made it
3: if he had. Wow. Been.
4: So and she so was trying she was continues. aiming for the liquor store next <laughs> door. That's
3: the funniest part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think she uh, <clears throat> she definitely didn't need another drink at that point. No. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. Anyway,
1: welcome to Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome to oklahoma (laughs) (laughs) oh
3: man
0: so new year's resolutions it's true i i for years have resolved not to resolve not to not Mm -hmm. to do new year's resolutions because i really do have an issue with keeping them and it's mostly because it's out of of sight out of mind thing i have issues
1: okay so let's (sighs) talk about resolutions really quick all right what are they
0: Goals, I okay, suppose, yeah,
1: so they are exactly goals, but a lot of people sit there and come up with goals that are not achievable. I want to lose 800 pounds, <laughs> like Jesus Christ.
2: That's not- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess my resolution is turn off my <laughs> ringtone. <laughs> that was was I
1: think now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head the entire night, too. Throughout the whole podcast, we're going to be randomly. <laughs> 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 Okay. Right. Sorry. Go so ahead. a lot of people come up with goals that are not achievable. And so anything from like I want to be so skinny that I am literally like skin and bones or you know so you've got to think about what is like what you can personally achieve. Okay. And you have to think about like the time you're given. So you've got 12 months. Think about your schedule <laughs> and all yes. of that so so make something that is possible. Don't do something that is to the moon. You're not going to make a million dollars in the next year unless you're, I don't know who you're going to be, but so you But I, think about this though.
0: <laughs> who knew that I would read 161 books in one year?
1: But last year would you have made a goal to read 150 books? I... Probably not. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> okay, my dad's at Half Price Books and he found a first edition 1996 *Can Fall It*.
3: Nice.
2: No. He's.
4: Big, really? I think he got it for you. Oh <laughs> my
2: goodness! Of which one? Which one? Uh, on. Super excited right now. Sorry, I had to pause. You're. Good. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's he's okay our to new do hero. A <laughs> I can follow Pause. That'd be guess, a long no. pause. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I'm
0: yeah. telling you, we we are creating a whole. Tribe of <coughs> new people out looking for first editions. I love this. I know. It's like I the love best first editions.
1: Ever. Oh! Okay.
0: <laughs> Back to it again. Sorry.
1: Okay. So not only does your goal have to be achievable, but it has to be something that you want to do, and like that you're going to push yourself a little bit to do. Right. So there's a million different ways you can do this. So we're going to talk about our book resolutions. Okay. So, mine is literally a list of types of books that I want to read, but I have an (coughs) ultimate goal. So, my ultimate goal this year is going to be to read 50 books, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I work like a million hours sometimes. And then, like last year, I had a lot of things that came up and I didn't read for weeks at a time. So, I can't I, I didn't, like, there was no way I could do it. But this year, I'm going to do it. But you can think also... think you do it. I think... Oh, yeah. Really? If
0: you, if you give yourself... Now, reading 161 books, for me, people don't realize how much actual time it takes to read a book. While I was... I had some time that I was given for the last... Few days of the year. Actually, it was time that I needed to take off, or I was going to lose it. So I had three days off, and I read two books in three days. Mm -hmm. And it was because I didn't want to watch television. There wasn't really anything on, and I was like, "Oh, I guess I'll just read these books." So I sat down and I read two books in three days. Mm -hmm. And it's just because if that's what you're doing, it gets done. Mm -hmm. It's not really rocket science it's just sitting down and doing it Mm -hmm. so I mean if you've got five or six hours of you know time on your hands you'd be surprised how fast it goes you know two Mm -hmm. or three hours here two or three hours there instead of watching television Mm -hmm. if you choose to read a book
1: then you're going to be able to
0: read a lot more books
1: yes but you can also rather than deciding how many books you're going to read there's so many different ways uh to twist a resolution for books and we'll talk about that afterwards because like i want to hear kind of what every like the people in this room what your resolutions are going to be okay and then i'm going to give you some our listeners some other ideas for
2: what they could make their resolutions all right does anybody have one um even if it's a general goal sorry that's okay. My only resolution is to read some more actual books to go along with my audio books. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love audio books, and I still think they count as real books. They Miss do. Judgy Pants are no, there. No, no, there. no. I don't think they don't count.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they count. I think
2: they count. The, the only time I ever, like,
1: <clears throat> said anything was when I said there's, like, scientific, like, beneficial parts for actually physically reading yes, the words true. to brain. And that's the only yeah. thing I've ever... I Yeah.
4: Because I have a really t- tight schedule, too, between school and work. So I always, like, take an hour, 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. Because, like, you're supposed to put away tech at that time anyway, so you can go to sleep. And I read a real book for, like, 30 minutes to an hour and then more on the weekends because I'm boring. Hmm. But
0: <laughs> Boring is good. This Here's the thing you don't understand. Well, it's not boring. It's, it's so good for your brain. Mm-hmm. To have that downtime, it really is, and people are like,
4: "Oh, it's boring." It's not boring. Yeah. So just take a book, read for thirty minutes to an hour before you go to sleep, and you'll actually sleep better too, because that's a sleep thing. You're, mm-hmm. You put away your phone and all your electronics before you go to sleep. It's relaxation. You to
1: sleep. Even Kindles, you're not really supposed to read Kindles <coughs> or like any sort of digital format before you go to bed because the light messes with your brain.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Sorry.
3: Well, I have two. Um, well, I read 136 books this last year, so... You go,
0: girl! Brittany, Yes, woo! I'm
3: going for 150 this year.
0: 150 I think is I definitely can make it. doable. Definitely. Yeah.
3: I mean, 136, that's pretty good. So. Yeah, it's only 20 more. Yeah, I, I think I can yeah. do it. And then also, I would like to be able to write better reviews.
2: Oh, Learn oh, yeah, how to that's write cool. better reviews. That Now, is... do you write some now? Do you write reviews?
3: Not very many. Unless it's, like, a freaking amazing book, but...
2: I was just curious. And if they're, you they're had like a like, blog or something? no.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> they're usually like four lines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: usually, but they're clever, you know. Yeah. So. See,
0: that's actually a really good one. That that was
1: a well thought out response. I know. I'm oh, I just thought of it like two seconds ago. <laughs> okay, Martha, what's yours?
0: God, I hate being in the spotlight like this. I'm
1: gonna make you make oh, one. Oh, you love it. And in a year from now, we're all gonna listen. Just kidding. <laughs> no pressure, actually. Two hundred. Really, two hundred? You can do two hundred. Yeah, I'm thinking you can. Especially
3: since you, you listen to a lot of them.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, and what I think I'll do too is, and this is actually very accurate for me. I read physically faster than I listen.
3: Yeah.
0: And since I've read so many audiobooks, listened to so many audiobooks, the percentage of my reading this year has been audiobooks. So if I'm physically reading more, then I will. Read more. Literally read more because yeah. I can read so much faster than I can listen. Mm-hmm. So I think if I just up the percentage of books that I physically read, then I'll be able to absorb more books. And I do have a lot of books. My My TBR next to my bedside is a tower. It's a tower. And the reason that it gets like that is because... I put all these books on hold in the library in the audio section, and then they trickle in one after one after one after one, and sometimes I get a whole bunch of them coming at once, so then I'm constantly reading the stuff that's in my inbox, and I don't have time to read the stuff that's on my nightstand, because mm-hmm. I have
1: to get it done before I run out of time. Yeah. Time is always the issue, especially for me.
3: I have about so. a seven, 700 books at my house so, that I have not read. Well, and you know the it's, library book sale is coming up again. Yep. <laughs> oh, on that's my birthday.
0: Woo! <laughs> February 23rd this year is the um, is the opening of the book sale which is officially on my birthday this year, so. Mm-hmm. So I think if I make the goal of reading more physical books, Mhm. I'll I'll meet the 200 mark. Plus, I really would like to um, be a little bit more deliberate in my choices. Right now, I'm a little bit random about my choices.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that is a good point because I was reading a lot of people's goals for 2018, and the most interesting thing I found was, and I didn't save her name because I'm dumb, but she is a blogger on Book Riot, and her actual goal, she boils it down to percentages. So you're going to find this actually really interesting. Um, rather than choosing, like, she wants to read a certain amount of books, what she does is, especially with what is going on in the world today, her current goal is to read 50% of her authors like she wants to be female. 20% she wants to be at least like uh, a different ethnicity, not white. Hmm. A minimum of 20%. Um, She has a certain percentage for uh, like LGBTQ Mm -hmm. and and all of that. And so I thought that was a super interesting way to break down your reading goal.
0: See, I would would probably swing more towards a
4: less PC type choice, Mm -hmm. something. I'd almost go genre. Like I'd want to read a certain, like just so you'd branch out genre-wise. Okay, so
1: that's what I did. But I just thought, because uh, as a Book Riot blogger, the amount of books she reads is probably in the hundreds. Yeah, it's gotta be. Way more than what I read. And so that's why I thought it was super interesting the way she did that percentage because um, for my goals this year, while I do have an ultimate goal of reading 50 books, I b- actually broke mine down, and I wanted to branch out, and wanna, like, I want to read a book about sports, because I never read about sports, and I work in the sports inju- industry, and that's something that I should probably research once in a while. <laughs>
4: I, have a, I have one you might want to borrow. It's
1: Cinderella Man. Oh. Yeah, that's a good that one. That might be good. Um, Sorry, random. No, you're completely (laughs) fine. Um, And then a travel memoir, because I love traveling. A biography, a professional development book, because I love reading those for some reason. A band book, which is super easy, plus I can use it for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that's published in 2018, so I know I'm at least reading one thing that's current. Uh, True crime, um, something that has to do with a culture that I'm uh, unfamiliar with. Oh, that's Um, interesting. A Western, because I never read Westerns, and I actually am very interested in them. Um, And then I picked a subject that I'm interested in, which is like the Dust Bowl and the Great Depression, and I'd like to read something like Hmm. going into that. And then something about nature historical fiction just because I love historical fiction something that has to do with feminism and LGBTQ you're just way too damn organized and
0: you're making me look bad
1: and I wrote it all down and last year I did the same thing and I did not reach my goal obviously but um, some of the things I did get were reading something that was published between 1900 and 1950 so you can pick a decade and like if you want to read a decade rather than picking a genre um, you can do, like just pick a subject. like last year I wanted to read something about a war, and I did. Um hmm. what else?, uh, you could pick an author. Um you could pick, like if you have a favorite author, your 2018 goal could to be could be to read every single book they've written. Um, but hmm. there's so many other options because I was in the process of researching this. There's also, the A to Z reading challenge, mm-hmm. which is to read a something, a book that starts with every letter of the alphabet. Now that band. I
0: could get behind. That's random, I like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kinda hard actually. Whatever. Yeah, so. I could do that. A to Z challenge. Um, there's also a charity reading challenge in which any book you read for the year, uh, this year, you would have to purchase from a charity organization. So, the Friends of the Library is technically a charity oh. organization. Uh, goodwill like uh, local charity shops hmm. so that's I thought that was really interesting very interesting hmm. um, you could also do a country tour so pick a country like France and then mm-hmm. you'd have to find a book that takes place in each different country See, now that
0: is one of the things that I had written down
1: oh is it read more inter-
0: international
1: because mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I like tourism by fiction yeah Me too. So, I want to travel to more places. So, I figured I could do it that way. Yeah.
1: So, I never had actually never heard of this, but picking like a country and then literally finding all the main cities in that country and finding a book that takes place in each city. And if you
3: want to make it harder, do uh, authors that are from those countries. Mm hmm. Ooh, that is.
1: Yeah. Um, There you go.
3: Just if you want a challenge. Yeah.
1: There's also, and you'll love this one, the library challenge. And the library challenge is to read at least one book per month that you have gotten from the library pretty so, much 98% easy of for us. <laughs> our books come from yeah, the library <laughs> think about like for me I never get anything from the library so for me that actually be pushing myself to go to the library right. or whatever um you could also do a goal based off of authors of color gender sexuality ethnicity and so on so there's so many different options it's awesome That is awesome. Just keep
4: it doable. Don't do something that you're going to feel bad about yourself when 2019 rolls around.
1: Yes. (laughs) You're like, ah. So let's all keep it simple, stupid. That's what I say. Even if you don't complete it, just feel proud that you completed what you did.
0: Even reading a little bit is good for you. So, I mean, it's a win-win, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay, us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yay, us for a new year. Also, that might be the most organized uh, three-book girl segment we've ever done.
2: (laughs) You're welcome. Well, it is a new year.
4: Nicole was in
1: charge. (laughs) Thank you, Nicole. Thank you for
0: organizing us.
2: Was that a resolution to be more organized just this podcast? (laughs) No. No, sorry. That's
0: pretty much going to go right to hell after this
2: one. (laughs) Hey, what episode are we on? Are we 74 or 73? 74?
0: We should probably try to transition our bodies into the next segment of our... We should probably transition into the next segment of our program.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and talk about some real books now, since everybody has their Christmas money, right? Does anybody still have any Christmas money? No. <laughs> Christmas damn it. I do have a gift card, though. One of my neighbors gave me a gift card because I let her dogs out sometime. The only person in my whole life to give me Books for Christmas was my neighbor. Can you believe it? Best god, Christmas present ever. Oh, she gave me yeah, a gift card
1: books. for books. That's lame. I get books every year. I never. Like, I don't. Nobody I gives me books because
0: everybody figures that they're they're going to screw up and give me a book I already have. I guess you do have a lot of books. Yeah. So she was the only one to give me books this year. So I have a gift card. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I can spend my money on books. So um, we're going to give you some suggestions on some great books that you could spend your money on in the new year. Who wants to go first? Go I'm first. definitely not going first.
4: <laughs> Bonnie, I will. Up.
0: Okay, Bonnie, you can go first. Break the ice.
2: <laughs> okay, um, while back me and Martha were looking on Overdrive and they had best books. Remember that they had a book list on Overdrive? that we were looking at. Oh, yes, yes. It's been about a month ago, I think. Yeah. Well, this is a book off of that list, and it's called In the Great Green Room by Amy Gary, And it is a biography about Margaret Wise Brown, who was a children's author, and she wrote Goodnight Moon and The Runaway Bunny.
4: I love Goodnight Moon.
2: Do you? Yeah, it was one of my favorites. It was just, it was about her life. And she actually has a pretty extraordinary life. She's very eccentric and forward thinking. She's um all for the the thought that, you know, women and men should be equal and she was born in 1910. So this is a time like pre World War 1, World War 1, Great Depression, World War 2 is through her life. So she's very, you know, uh before her time. And um <clears throat> she She tries to write adult books and doesn't have much luck, but she can sell children's books and pay the bills. So she does that just to pay the bills, and she starts doing it more and doing all of this creative thing, and she was actually one of the um, authors when Golden Books first came into play. And um, there was, of course, a big children's book boom after the baby boom. Of course. After the war there were so many babies. So, so selling more books. Right. And um the only thing I did not like about this book is it's told in a third person. Oh. And so you kind of you lose a lot of the emotions. Right. Because the, it's told
0: like a story instead of like experiences. Right. Well
2: it's like somebody telling you about somebody else's life and, instead of like Experiencing it through the person, if that makes right. sense. Yes. Because it does. it's so, it's not, I wish it was a little more in depth than what it was. Hmm. But it was very interesting. And it, like I said, I just, I thought it lost a lot. I think it could have been, you know, how you have those huh! moments with books. Yeah. Well, I think that I, there could have been some in this book. But, but there because any. of the way that it's told, it's very hmm. monotone. So you lose a lot. Bummer. I I wish it was a little more, had a little more to it. Hmm. That little bit of element that would have caught my attention better. But the lady had a... An amazing life. An amazing life. And she traveled and she, you know, she had lovers that were both men and women, both. One of her greatest loves was... um, a lady who went by Michael Strange because she was a writer of poetry, and because of the erotic nature of her poetry, she had to take a man's name because of the time that it's written. <gasps> well, isn't that scandalous? And, who was actually the ex wife of John Barrymore. Whoa! Yeah, and she married a Rockefeller. Yeah, hey, um, uh, yo she was uh, probably rolling in the rolled. dough too. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty uppity, but um, I can't remember his name, but it was something something Rockefeller Junior is Rockefeller
0: would pretty much explain it, I
2: think. Right, yeah. exactly. So she was an amazing woman and I just I enjoyed the story, but like I said, it was just missing that little bit of hmm. personal connection.
0: All right, so a four out of five on that one. Mm-hmm. And title and artist again
2: in the great green room by amy gary.
0: Okay, moving right along, Jessica.
4: <laughs> As I turn the mic. Take it away. Okay, I read uh, The Spectacular Now by Tim Tharp and it's actually a movie. And Tim Did you read the movie? No, I read the book, but it's actually a movie now. <laughs> that came out. I read it but I actually haven't seen the movie. Oh, okay. I just read it. Because the Tim Tharp is a professor at Rose State. Really, and I've actually like kind of met him. Oh well, but that is didn't like super make the connection awesome. until so we have later. An Oklahoma kind connection. Of... I
0: love that. That is yeah. so good.
4: Kudos to you, Jessica. Yeah, it was really cool. So it's kind of a romance, but not really a romance. <laughs> <laughs> it does not have a happy ending. Like I mean, I guess it kind of does. but Don't not really. tell us what the ending is for cripes sakes. We'll <laughs> get hate mail swarm. Can you tell me that author again? Tim Tharp. But um. So it's the story of, I think it's Sutter, S-U-T-T-E-R. I've never actually had to say it out loud, so I'm a little like, oh, that's right. S-U-T-T-E-R, that sounds like, like Sutter to it's me. It's like Sutter Keeley, something like that. I don't know, huh. it's a name. Hmm. Okay. Who their high school kids, and um, he's like the big partier, he's dating the most popular girl in school named Cassidy who breaks up with him because he's inconsiderate and doesn't care about anybody but himself. He's yeah. real self-centered. Like, talks about himself in the third person in some, I think. So, um she breaks up with him, and he's, like, a budding alcoholic because his dad was an alcoholic and ran out on them, so he thinks that's what he's doomed to be. So, he just embraces it, and he's just a partyer. So, after she breaks up with him, he goes on a big drinking spill and ends up on the front lawn of Amy Finicky, who is, like, this really quiet girl, doesn't talk, um And so he decides, and she takes him in and like helps him, and so he decides that in an effort to win Cassidy back, he's going to get this quiet, help this quiet girl come out of her shell and show that he cares about other people. And in the process, falls in love with her boy meets girl story. And, uh, but she's like really smart, has plans to go to college, and it like kind of brings out the best in him, but he only focuses on the worst in him and thinks that she would be better off without him and it's like this big, hmm. what's better for them to be together or not? And it's, ah. it's kind of interesting and it's hilarious. Like all of his internal monologue is so funny that it, it was actually a good romance to read. Hmm. So I'd probably give it a four or five. Awesome. It sounds
1: interesting.
4: And it's an Oklahoman. Yeah, Tim Tharp. It's a professor at Rose. And I didn't even know that he was like an author. Until well,
0: well, one of my friends... Well, maybe we can get him on the show.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, like, know him. I've just, like, you know... Well, Rose I think is a that might be your campus. job now,
0: Jessica. Since you read the book, go look him up.
2: <laughs> Excuse me. I don't even... <coughs> I don't even go there anymore. I'm just saying in a new person that Facebook stalk. You can Facebook stalk him.
0: <laughs> She'll
4: Bonnie's leave that saying. to you, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> You're more skilled at it
2: than I am. I have had practice.
4: Alright, title and artist on that one one more time. Uh The Spectacular Now by Tim Tharp. And it's called that because he likes to live in his spectacular now. He doesn't make plans for anything. Fly by the seat of your pants person.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
4: You get a lot of his personal philosophies. Are
1: you gonna do a book? Yeah. Okay. If you want me to. I don't have yep. to. Yeah? You share my though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this one is not technically a classic yet, but it's gonna be a classic. Ooh, I love that. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet. And I know it is. And I think I told you guys at some point that the de- I decided to read this because it's been on a million lists, especially when I was in high school. It was on every AP reading list I ever received. And it is called The Secret Life of Bees, and it's by Sue Monk Kidd. Oh, yes. Spell that. Uh, which part? All of
2: it. Or, oh, okay. Wait, I can see it. I there. felt that. <laughs> well, I, I got, got that one, one word. And I was like, what? I Sumon thought she said one word.
4: sumac, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's a terrible name.
2: Well, I thought that was one word, and I'm like, I don't know how to spell Sue. that. <laughs> that really threw me off for some reason, too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fits of all giggling right. all the okay.
4: time.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry, guys. Okay, so, essentially, um, it's about this girl, and at the beginning of the book, she's in her young teens, and uh, she is living with her father at the time, and he's kind of a horrible person. He doesn't really beat her, but he disciplines her by making her, like, if she does something bad, he will make her sit on her knees on the floor, but he puts, uh, like, grains of... I don't remember what it was, on the ground so that it oh, put it, like, wow. sticking into your knees. And he makes her s- sit that way for, like, forever. Oh. I can't imagine that. That's actually, like, that I've I've knelt I've <coughs> down on a grain of rice before, and that hurts like hell. It wasn't rice. It was, like, grits. It was grits. Ooh. Yeah. Pokey. Anyways, um, and she is very conflicted about her life from the beginning of the book because her mother died when she was young. And her father says she's the one that killed her. And it tells you, and I'm not giving anything away, it uh, tells you she starts having like these dreams where, and she remembers a little bit of her mother packing a bag and her being like a baby and her father walking in. She remembers seeing a gun on the floor and then she doesn't really remember anything after. She remembers it going off. But she doesn't remember anything after that. Whoa. And that was when she was pretty much an infant. So her father, she knows, like, he doesn't really love her, um, but she has a nanny. And her nanny is Rosaline, and she's African American because this takes place in the 60s in South Carolina. And one day at the beginning of the book, I'm still not giving anything away, by the way. Uh, she, uh, Rosaline decides she wants to go register to vote as an African-American woman. And on their way there, she gets in a fight with a bunch of white men and she gets thrown into jail. So the main character, the little girl, goes and breaks her out of jail. And Damn. then they escape um, and go to a different town and then they see this picture and the girl recognizes the picture from like one of the only two possess- possessions she still has from her mother which is a black Madonna and she doesn't like she's like she asked the shopkeeper where this came from and they say it came from the honey farm and so they end up going to the honey farm where there's a bunch of African American women living and she ends up living with them trying to get up a- get the courage to ask them if they knew her mother and so it's like this awesome story um and i still didn't give anything away but it's so it's just really cool and there's so many different aspects to it from being female so your gender your race all of that stuff plays into it and it's amazing especially during that time yes it's
2: set in the 60s right
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so it has a lot of the. It talks about the racial tension during the time period, and I mean, she gets in trouble for living with them when she's white and they're not. And, but she learns so much from them, and it's pretty cool. But yeah, it's the The Secret Life of Bees by Sue Monk Kidd. Awesome. Sounds Are you good? ready,
3: Brittany? I'll go for it. Why not? Okay. What Gotta you get got? it out of the way. Uh, I picked A Killer Harvest by Paul Cleave. He's a New Zealand writer, so that's a Yay, plus. Yay, New Zealand. got yeah. to love gotta them love Kiwi. That. So he, he's a, I hadn't read any of his books before, and this by far was one of the best books I've read in a long time. So it starts off um, with the kid Joshua. He's, I don't know, probably about 13, 14, mm-hmm. uh, telling us about why he thinks there's a curse on his family. So he's saying the reason he says that is because he lost both of his biological parents when he was a toddler. And then he's also blind, so he oh. believes there's a curse on his family. Damn. Well, it, that so it starts off with a bang, you know. Yeah. And it just continues on from there. So his he gets adopted by this uh, detective, Logan, mm-hmm. and his wife. And so it skips on to Logan's story. And um, Logan and his uh, partner, Ben, which is uh, Joshua's basically like godfather, uncle, Mm-hmm. Um, they're tracking down this serial killer. Ooh, serial killer. Always a plus. You know I love those. (laughs) And um, so they're tracking down this guy. They didn't find him by legal means. So they're going (sighs) to confront him trying to get him to confess to killing these women and chopping them up. So they track him down to this construction site. And I'm not giving anything away because this is like on the back of the cover. Oh, okay. Most of this is. And uh, so they track him down to the construction site where he's a foreman. Mm-hmm. And it just goes from bad to worse. He ends up killing the killer. Simon Bowers ends up killing Logan. Pushes him off the edge of the, and this is on the back of the cover, so don't worry. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, no, no, tell us, no, No, it's it's on the back of the cover. Oh wow, because <laughs> it gets to the main part of the story. Oh, so I So he kills Logan, and then Ben, ben kills Simon. So, oh, so this then the yes, story begins. This is where the story actually begins. Oh. So, Joshua gets sent, he gets pulled out of school, gets sent straight to the hospital. Well, Logan's last wishes was to give his eyes to his son <gasps> so that he can see. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. so cool. So, I just got chills just then. And so, he gets told at the hospital that his dad's dead, which, of course, he's like, Well, there's another part of the curse that's you know continuing on. Well, he goes ahead and takes. The eyes, oh, gosh. but there's a mishap in the surgery. He gets one eye from his dad and one eye from the killer. Oh! And so this is where the main part of the story is. It's about cellular memory.
2: Uh, oh my
3: god! It basically, so yeah, it's it is. It's pretty creepy. So he starts seeing things that his dad had seen and things that the killer had seen. I and wish people could see how wide my eyes are my right gosh. now. It's a great book. I just the out. writing. It's awesome. Yeah. I am so going to um, read this. Yeah, I'll I'll send I'll send you a copy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's definitely worth the uh, <laughs> worth the read. Oh my gosh. And wow. so
4: I got the heebs.
3: Yeah, he starts so <laughs> he <the> starts <laughs> heebs and the jeans. You can see there's a twist at the end that you don't even see. I didn't see coming, wow. which is a plus cuz I don't like figuring out the book midway.
0: See, she's just like me. Yeah. I really hate that. I, I throw can't stand books it. at the I know. wall I can't if I stand figure it. it
3: out. So He's leaving the hospital. He can see now, and um, he bumps into this other guy, and the guy's like, "Do I know you?" And the kid's like, "I don't know. I've, th- I've this is the first time I've ever been able to see anybody." And so the mom's like, "Well, you've been on the news, so maybe you've seen him on the news." And the you know the guy's just like, "Okay, well, whatever." So they go their separate ways, and uh, then it jumps to another character, Vincent, who is the um, partner of the killer, Simon. Uh huh. He goes into this vendetta against people who he thinks killed his partner, Simon. So uh. he starts stalking Joshua and Ben and Joshua's mom. <sighs> and it just spirals from there. Whoa. But I'm not going to tell you the ending because it's no, freaking amazing. Don't. <laughs> uh, there's a twist that you just don't see coming. And. <sighs> yeah it's it's awesome but it also it's basically like the whole book's about cellular memory so it'd be like what would you do if you got somebody's organs would you love what they love do what they did or what hate they what they, they hate that is See so yeah. super seen. creepy so, yeah it was an excellent book uh i would definitely recommend paul cleave to anybody wow. he's a great awesome. writer whoa it sounds
2: pretty interesting yeah and you know, you always wonder about that, you know, about Oops, where the organs come from. <laughs> did you just fart? No, it was the chair. I'm going to blame the chair even though it was the chair, but it was the chair.
3: I
1: think oh. I to actually actually <laughs> <laughs>
4: Like I knew it was the chair, but you just came right you out and asked. Did you just ask. fart? Well, I'd admit it if I did. Oh, I'm just teasing her because
0: I can. I knew it was the chair because it makes that noise all the time. That's I why you here. gave it to me, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. You got
1: the fart chair. I
2: usually get the fart chair. It's your, it's your hazing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sit in the fart chair. Who's, who's got the
0: humbling chair? <laughs> oh, the humbling chair's over there. Uh-huh. I think Jessica's in it. Which one? It's the one that sinks. She looked behind her. Oh. It sinks slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the way down. The wooden
4: chair was behind me, and I was like, no, we only make Garrett sit
0: there. <laughs> That's Garrett's chair.
2: That's the timeout chair.
0: <laughs> okay, so let's give the title and to that one more time.
3: A Killer Harvest by Paul Cleave. Oh, I can't yeah, wait to read five. it. Five out of five. If I could get a 10 out of 10, it would be 10 out of 10. Oh, I think my heart just stopped. Wow.
1: Now, how am I going to follow that up? Deep breath. That's how. You can do it. (laughs) Do a little yoga. Sun salutation. (laughs) 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 Goose. Okay.
0: So, actually, I I do have a great book. A really great book. And I've been dying to review this book ever since I read it. I've got four books here I'm dying to review. And, of course, I can't review all of them. So, one of actually... One of my New Year's resolutions started early because when I got this Christmas present from Nicole, which is, by the way, the best Christmas present ever, is this book journal. I've Forever, this, ever since we started doing this podcast, I've been writing down my books in this little journal. Well, it's a tiny little journal and I like it because it fits right in my purse. But the problem is, is I never write any information down about the book. So I just write the title and artist of the book down. Well, what happens is I read the book and then I go right on to the next one and I don't write any information down and then I totally forget what my thoughts were while I was reading the book. So I love this this new system that I have because after I read a book I really like, then I can write down my thoughts immediately about the book. And so now my new year has started out perfectly because... I was able to write out this. Thank you, Nicole.
1: You're welcome. All right.
0: So the first entry in this new book, the reason I told you this whole story, is Bluebird, Bluebird by Attica Locke. And I um, I believe the list that it came from was a book riot list. It was one of the best books of the year. Um, and... I immediately put it on hold at the library when I saw it on that list and was fortunate enough fortunate enough to get it right away. It's a murder mystery and the main character is a Texas Ranger. And it's also great that we have our Texas guest in the house yes, ma'am, it tonight. Is. And she also happens to be in law enforcement. So, you see, it's perfect. It lines up perfectly. It's like serendipity. I love that word, too, serendipity. (laughs)
4: Serendipitous.
0: Okay, so so the main character is the Texas Ranger. He's also an African American, and he's also a raging alcoholic. I hope you're not a I'm raging... I'm neither of are those Are you raging out No. <laughs> so, um... He... Is, yeah, she, no, she's not either of those things. If well, you are,
2: could you please not j- drive around Jessica's work?
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's so good! And so bad at the same time. Like, it's not funny, oh. but it's also freaking hilarious. Like, <laughs> or okay, for the other wall. If someone had gotten hurt, it would have been awful, tragic terrifying but the fact that no one got hurt and that someone drove through the freaking building is just so funny i know <laughs> like how but it,
0: it, it is a terrible thing when you have a disease like that and it's just so difficult not to go back in to fall back into those patterns and you see in this character his struggle You see it so clearly. But in in this case, and remember when we were talking about Girl on the Train, how much I hated that character. And it was because I couldn't relate to her at all. I didn't find any redeeming quality in that character at all. I just was like, oh, really? But this character, I did find a lot of redeeming quality in because he had a lot of integrity. And he had a lot of... (laughs) Shut. What are you guys talking about over there?
4: You're talking about Girl in the Train. And I'm like, blah. And yeah. Bonnie goes, I'll push you. <laughs> <all the> <laughs> Sorry, I hate bringing
0: that damn thing up. But it comes up a lot. What do I got to say? All right. So, <clears throat> anyway, um, he has great flaws, but he also has a lot of integrity. He is a fiercely proud individual and he's a great law enforcement officer. he He also is, I don't know, you just get a feeling from the character um, of his oh, I don't even know how to explain it. Let me just say that I liked him for no particular reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, maybe it was just the way his character was presented to me. I just felt like I could relate to him a little better than I could the character and Girl on the Train and he is going through a difficult time because he has been removed from his post as a Texas Ranger because he was involved in an issue involving racism with a friend of his and they explain you know the fact that he was called by his friend to come and um help him with a situation involving this white supremacist and he went and he shouldn't have gone because he went as a friend instead of as a Texas ranger and so he got booted and is having to go through the system and get in trouble Rig-am-maral. what do they call that he's 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 getting his hands slapped reprimanded reprimanded so there's, the, so there's that whole thing that's going on. Okay. And in the meantime, that same town, there are two deaths that happen. One of them is the death of a black man. And then the very next couple of days, a white woman, almost in exactly the same place. Well, this is a tiny little Texas town. And if you know anything about Texas, you know that Don't racism know still exists very much so, especially in some of the smaller towns. Yeah. I, and this is a true story. I When I was driving through Texas, right after Obama got elected, they hung him in effigy there.
3: Yeah, that's horrible.
0: You know, that? I mean, that happened. I saw it on the side of the road, driving through a small Texas town. I mean, it very much exists there. So there are areas where it's still very problematic there. And and this is addressed in this novel. But the other thing I found very interesting is there is a population of African-American people who are from Texas. And they are very proud. And they're not going anywhere. So you see that part of it as well. That's another thing that I loved about this book is that you see a side of that. It's not like a big, I don't know, what, what you would even call a victim mentality from from the standpoint of, of an African-American community. All. They're like, hey, we're from here too. You're not taking this away from us. So it's two strong communities. It's an a really interesting murder mystery, very interwoven, uh, where uh, a, a black man who had been beaten to death, and then this white woman who was also killed, and their connection. This Texas ranger who's not supposed to be investigating, but is investigating. The <laughs> ex-wife who, of the black man who's beaten to death, who comes to town, gets in the middle of everything. Yeah, it, it's a very highly charged and incredibly riveting story. And it's Texas. And I lived in Texas for seven years, and so I really felt... A connection? Extra interested in it. But it was so very well written as well. Um, there were a few things that were a little off about it. One of the main things I found a little off-putting was the extent to which the ex-wife was allowed to be involved in the investigation. It just didn't ring very true to me. Um, sometimes I think they allow that sort of thing in books and in investigations. A real life Texas Ranger, I don't think would behave that way, no matter how damn attractive the woman is. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just to add that
4: little extra layer of (laughs) story. Yeah, I don't like that.
0: (laughs) I don't like it when they do that. So that's my one huge complaint about the book. Um... sexual tension can exist on its own without having to, you know, put that bullshit in there. That's my own personal opinion, so don't give me hate mail. But it was really an excellent, excellent read and so very rich in culture and man, what a great mystery. It was really very good and I highly recommend it. I would give it four and a half stars, even with that complaint.
1: I feel like it was your called, twenty sorry, twenty eighteen goal is also to not get hate mail. Yeah, I say like three that. Yeah, like how many times? <laughs> I don't think it's really hate mail.
2: We've just gotten a few suggestions saying that you know we really shouldn't do certain things, but I think it's all in in you know with good faith. Close <laughs> enough,
4: baby girl we have to get really close together.
2: we both have coffee. Ooh, mm-hmm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: i do not where i going to sit this Anyway.
2: <laughs> I think next time she's going to separate us. <laughs> We're going to
1: get hands slapped. Essentially, now we've gotten some constructive criticism, no criticism which we appreciate. Is fine.
4: We really do appreciate it. I'm not say <laughs> we, like, we get legit hate mail, because I miss no. it. We do, <laughs> no,
0: we don't get hate no, mail. We, we don't get hate, hate mail. mail. Um, and we really do appreciate all the <laughs> yeah. comments we get. I love the fact that we're getting so many more comments on Facebook and a lot of feedback from people who are really interested. And in, in the thing that I love most about readers, and Brittany, you can attest to this, it's like we've known each other for years.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was easy. You yeah. Coming when you, in, when you, meeting y'all tonight. <laughs>
0: yeah, when you walk up to a book lover, you instantly have everything to talk about. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like... You have known each other forever. That's how I feel about the people
4: that we talk to on Facebook.
2: Well, when I started talking to Jessica, as soon as she started, to, we started talking books. We had lots to talk about.
4: We also gossiped about our coworkers a lot. So well,
2: <laughs> well, there was that stuff.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, I better, give, books. I better give I better give to my book before I forget. It's called Bluebird Bluebird by Attica Locke. Just awesome. so you know. So it's- but, but I really, seriously though, um, the, the book community and the strength of the book community is just getting better in my opinion.
4: You know how I told you I had one patient come in and we started talking about books and she told me she was so glad that young people still read? Yeah? I had another patient come in who I guess used to be a teacher and she started talking to me about books and I was telling her what books I'd gotten through in the past month and what I liked and what I didn't like and told her I crocheted and she, was, she came in today and she goes, I went to the library and picked up two books. You inspired me.
2: See? Oh, that's awesome. See, Made this my is,
4: morning.
0: It's the gospel of reading, people. We are One tiny little change. It's like
2: it's like the butterfly effect. I already knew I was a goddess. We are goddesses. We are book goddesses.
0: And each person that you speak to, it, it, it's... Oh, I just... Oh, I'm gonna weep. No, but seriously, though. Um, it, the, the lack of intelligence in the United States at the moment will not change unless we do something about it. So what can we do to be more intelligent? Read. We can read. read. So it's one tiny little thing. Let's do all of that together and let's talk about it on Facebook. Because otherwise, how are we going to talk to people all over the country? Exactly. Yes,
4: I just raised my hand.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Jessica, I was going to make a, it. I was, like, like, was going to be like, "Yes, <laughs> Jessica." But <laughs>
4: Jessica, would you like to make a comment? <laughs> when are we going to talk about Emerson Page and when the lighteners? <gasps>
1: uh, where are the lighteners? Uh, totally where? forgot Emerson Page. You know well, what? We don't have to do it. This, hold then. I need a calendar. We
4: could do it the next time.
1: We had. Um, I
0: have to apologize to the author. What?
4: Krista. Krista.
0: We have and not I'm forgotten about you, Krista. You want to
1: um, do it next weekend?
0: We had such a backlog of books to talk about over the last few months, and we had our theme shows and all of that stuff going on when and we first Christmas. received her book that we haven't had the opportunity to talk about it. Um, but we do have um, the very first book that was sent to us by an author that we are going to review. Jessica has read it, and we're going to review it. So, Nicole. Yeah, we had two people read it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to review that next
4: time on the podcast. So next week. I'm going to try my hand at writing like an official review to talk about it. Yay! Awesome. We'll see. See. We'll an see. official review. I want New Year's do. resolution right there. I, <laughs> want to, I want to do a good job. She sent it to us and I want to like awesome.
2: give her
1: really the good feedback.
2: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. excellent. Really? We well, uh,
1: feedback. Yeah. Avampado, by the way. Yeah.
0: Yes, I, I knew I was going to screw it up if I tried. I know, that's what I said, to. I guess I I, I, I spell think it's it. Avampado. Yeah. So, Krista, we have not forgotten about you. We will get Sounds you, girl. mm mm-hmm. um, And I know that our bearded girl is clamoring to get back on the podcast. I've seen him mm-hmm. in the hallways a bunch of times. He wants to come back on. We have, I ran into Giselle in the hallway. Mm-hmm. She wants to come back. She wants to come on the podcast. It's her New Year's resolution to come on the podcast with her mommy porn.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah. So. yeah. My friend Sarah is in. Yep. So we have
3: our year is going to be full of excitement. Yes. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be good. Maybe Brittany will make another trip up. I was going to say my, make it a yearly thing, maybe. Yeah. Drive. So <laughs> it is a long
0: drive. Seriously, Brittany's three
4: hours up and three hours back. I don't know how you survive Dallas traffic. It traumatized me.
3: That's really I, I you know I live south of Dallas, so it's really not too bad. Oh. I'm only in Dallas just at work, and that's it. Wow. Well,
0: we appreciate the long
3: drive. Yes. Yeah, this was fun.
2: Yay!
0: We love book people. They're so awesome.
2: <laughs> book people. <clears throat> All right,
1: and we want to give a shout out to everybody who commented on our Facebook and our Instagram this week. And keep oh, it up. Yes. We tried to respond to everybody. What do we, we got? Who Who do we have up up there? So on Instagram. Uh, music by Lockwood commented and said that her resolution for the year is going to be one chapter a night. Um, DJ 1028 said that her uh, resolution is going to be to read or try harder to read an audiobook because she's tried before and she just couldn't do it. Ah. Okay. And on Facebook, okay, let's just do first names because I don't know if people. Yeah. will appreciate it. First 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 names are good. Uh, Kayla sent us her entire list of specific books to read, and one of them was The Goldfinch, which she knows will put her on our good side. Yes, and she'll she'll drive up from Lawton again. We just got that for Christmas, so. Mm -hmm. The Goldfinch? Yes. Yeah, let us know that. That'll be one of my next reads. Yay! Uh, Donna also sent us her entire list. Some of them were really awesome, and one was The Gone Away World which Martha said she was interested in reading. Yep, actually
0: uh, she had somebody else but uh, she had, Nick Harkaway was um, on her list and I I was the one that read The Gone Away World. She oh. she she's going to read Nam Namon by Nick Harkaway.
1: Yeah. Namon. And um, <laughs> no, 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 no,
3: no,
1: no. <laughs> Laura commented with a also, an awesome list including Joe Hill, and Yay, Joe Hill, Alice what? Hoffman, and Jessica said, "I love Alice Hoffman." How much she loves you, yeah, Alice Hoffman, uh, and, and Lauren. Lauren wants us to share our New Year's resolutions on somewhere. Which, by the way, um, I will have it live by Monday. If you go to nicknick, Nick Nick N I C K N I C K dot blog. Uh, and there will be a three book girls page and we will list all of our New Year's resolutions so you can follow them. And we'll also start posting pertinent news there. Because Nicole is like
0: the queen of our, our news. She's a our tech. news queen. So she's going to blog for us.
4: Yes. Yay. I wanted to shout out Allie who commented on our last... Uh, Uh, upload of our podcast about all of our year-end reviews who liked um, she read Miss Peregrine's Home and put a big comment about that and she read Anna Dressed in Blood and she (gasps) loved it I feel like we're sisters (laughs) and I just want to say that I'm so glad you liked it
2: (laughs) Your soulmate sisters Yes
4: don't take it weird. I won't cyber stalk you, I promise.
2: <laughs> yes, she I might will. Alternate. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, uh, but everybody
1: keep commenting on our social media. We'll try and give you shout outs. We'll try and respond to you. Give us some love, and we'll give you love back. Because we love our book girls everywhere and guys. So much love. Don't you feel it? I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. It's a good way to start 2018, guys. Yeah. yeah. More love, more books, more better.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap this
0: bitch up (laughs) And that's gonna do it for Three Book Girls
3: Three Book Girls are on Twitter And join the conversation on Facebook Three Book Girls A Steel Trap Production